welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. And I am Michael. Today we have on Chris Early, who is a builder of brands and businesses, and he is also the regional vice president of sales at Private Jet Services. Uh, he basically is the man to know about everything that has to do with private jets, and I think it's just such an incredible industry. So thank you for being on, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the kind words. You can mail the checks to our house, Chris. Um, on the way. Okay, that's fine. As long as the checks in the mail, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> so, so why aviation, Chris? Yeah. Uh, great question. So, ever since I was a kid, I've kind of had an affinity, passion for aviation. I was a bit of an artist when I was little, and uh, I was actually looking at this the other day. My portfolio from when I was in grade school. Uh, and I was showing, I've got an 11-year-old daughter, showing her uh, what I had put together. And most of them were Spitfire aircraft <laughs> that I had had drawn. And so I've always had this affinity, affinity for aviation. And um, after going to school, I got into sales. And I was selling technology. And I really got to a point where I hit a ceiling on the amount the deals I was putting together. And so I sat down one day and said, okay, what do I want to sell? That's a high ticket item. And Jets was number one. And uh, after that, about two weeks later, it's funny how things manifest. I had a job with a marquee jet uh, selling in the NetJets fleet. And sure. great company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was 17 years ago. So, uh, so you never looked back. Nope, never looked back, and I, I love this industry. Uh, I've got a passion for it. I love the customer service aspect of it. I really thrive on taking care of people. Um, and yeah, so here I am. I'm excited despite what's going on and excited to talk to you guys a bit about what's happening. I did listen to three or four of your podcasts uh, and really like kind of the progressive nature, so hopefully... This will be an interesting conversation, specific to aviation, but other other things as well. Definitely. So you said the word manifest. That was like a trigger word for me. Are you a believer in like law of attraction, the universe? Yeah. I can kind of sense that. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with anyone who's in sales at this mm -hmm. point. I, I've seen people, I've done sales my whole life, and anyone in sales like, you know, yeah, you kind of come across self-help books and on how to build your brand and you know build your own you know sales you know knowledge and and vernacular this is uh i i'm i would be shocked if it wasn't yeah yeah no i definitely do i think i'm an energy person uh i really kind of believe in gauging energy um i love having conversations i mean really i'm my value set is i like connecting with people right you know 100 right that's my general theme and i think to be able to do that you have to pick up people's energy uh you know sometimes people are just having a bad day but it's not really them uh i think you really have to be in tune uh especially nowadays right even over zoom you've got to kind of try to get into the other per person's energy i enjoy doing that so I absolutely i think if you're that type of person then that naturally lends itself to learning tools, right? To utilizing what you can to shift energy. Um, so 
Uh, yeah, I think that's exactly what we're talking about. You, you tend to be able to try to manifest things or, or have that mindset when you come from an energy mindset. So absolutely. Um, how, do you, how do you how do you read someone's energy, especially on Zoom? You know what I mean? Because like, and how successful have you? How successful has selling on Zoom been? Great question. Um, number one, people just aren't flying as much. Right. So it's kind of a relative question. Do I think it's successful? I think I have been successful just because you're growing relationships. Has it turned into dollars and cents and wires and transactions? Right. Not as much, but I consider it successful. If you get up in the morning and you connect with people, that's right, like what we're that's doing awesome. right now. You that's know, awesome. I think that's what you can do in this environment. So can you be successful over Zoom? Absolutely. I think it's been kind of mind-boggling how much you can connect with people. I mean, number one, people are craving it, right? Yes. Um, they're craving being connected. I think if you're, there are two types of people, I hate to generalize, but when you, if you're an extrovert, this is a different experience. If you're an introvert, it's a totally different experience. Right? <laughs> right. You're, talking to, you're talking to one and one right now. I'm, are you? I've, I've always I, been the extrovert, always. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'll, I've I'll always, I've Eric's. always been in, yeah, I've always yeah. been kind of, you know, low key introverted. Yeah. yeah. And right. so I would, I would say, Eric, I mean, you guys don't mind this. <laughs> right. Well, you know, I will say, you know, I had to train, listen, I want to be successful in business and life. So I had to train myself to, it didn't come naturally to me is what I'm trying to say of going into a room and working a room and selling or going to a convention and running into somebody at Starbucks and saying, Oh, aren't you blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, trying to do that type of thing. Right. The one thing that I feel like zoom is missing is the spontaneity, you know, where you can go into somebody's office and then be like, you know what? let me introduce you to so-and-so. And then you go walk yeah. into the person's room and then you're like, Hey, what's going on? This is Eric or this is Michael. And, you know, I think that type of magic is very hard to make happen on zoom. It's, it's, it's like kind of clinical, not saying you can't make connections and not saying that what you said was grow, grow relationships, which is just, that's, it's, it's an unbelievable philosophy to have because that's what business is all about. Yes. Yeah. And, but to answer your question directly, it's still hard to hear or, or feel people's energy over Zoom. It's right. what you're saying in person that will never be duplicated. And I hope it never does. I, to, I know it won't. Right? To me, I liken it to um, poker. And Eric and I are huge poker fans. We play poker oh, yeah. our, our entire lives. Since we were kids, we've played poker. And it was it was always about reading the other person and yeah. seeing what cards they were holding. And if, you know, weak is strong, strong is weak. There's this book called the poker MBA, Eric, I don't know when you edit this, if you could ever get a, a clip of, you know, the book poker MBA. Um, but yeah. it, it, it was a, uh, it was a life defining book for me that, you know, the boardroom is the poker room. This, when you're going in for a sale, you're, a, you're going against an opponent. And, yeah. and that, that person might be really cold to you and it's your, it's your job as a salesperson. I don't, I, I, I don't consider you as a sales guy. Like I don't consider myself as a sales guy. To me, the success of sales is talking about everything but the product. That, has, that book. Yes. The poker MBA. Everyone get this book. One of the best books I've ever read in my life on business. Right. If you are in, yeah, if you are in business, business and in sales, thank you for doing that, Eric. That was okay. incredible. Yeah. Um, selling is is selling it's tommy boy i don't know if you've you've seen tommy boy it's one of my faves it's one it's, of right, it, you know like watching that movie when i was 12 
you think and then Tom, watching and then watching it when I'm 37, it's it's two completely different. Like you like fat guy in a little coat, like right, right you know, like right. that's the best scene ever. But then all of a sudden you watch that as a 35 year old, and you're like, holy cow, he's going through a midlife crisis. His father just died. He's trying to save his fa- he's trying to save his family's business. He doesn't know what he's doing. He the the progression of his life it's so relatable because yeah. who knows what they're doing. Right, yeah. that's the point. And and selling when he, when he started talking about chicken wings and he was psychotic in the restaurant and she goes god you're sick. You know what? I'll open the I'll open the kitchen early. I'll get you some chicken wings. You know, that's yeah. that's the he wasn't like, "Well, I have the best this and I have the best that." How do you sell when you walk into someone's office? Are you what are your methods? I'm I'm so happy you brought up Tommy Boy. I mean, what did he do? He was himself. That's exactly. what I Yes. That's yes. I mean, people want you to be themselves, you, yourself, and bring some knowledge. I, how do I sell? I try to educate. I give good information. I always tell people, I'm going to give you the best information I can. I'm going to try to simplify what can be complex. And then if you do business with me, that's great. And it's great if you don't, too. You know, I think. What did he do in that movie when he became himself and he was he wasn't worried about anything? Right. Things come and business takes place. I mean, I was listening to your original, I think it was the first podcast, and Eric, you were mentioning that you were just tired of selling. And mm-hmm. people pick up when you have commission breath, so to speak. Yes. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 You know what it is? It's like it's yeah. like everybody listen we're in the ground transportation industry everybody's got the same cars everybody's got the same drivers everyone's got the same technology likewise you're in the private jet industry everyone, everyone has the same G4s, same planes right everyone's got incitation 10 it's all the same pricing it's all the same everything's that everyone's got the same insurance it's all the same so yeah. Yeah. And what makes us what makes a sale is the relationship and I, I i hate even saying sales it's about relationships people use you yeah. not not the company. That's Tommy Boy. I know. People yeah. want you, not the chicken. Your head's up the butcher's ass. Right. You know? <laughs> I'll never forget. I've, I've told this story a dozen times on the podcast, but we're always getting new audience, new people in, in the crowd. I and mean, we're up to over 200 subscribers now, which is huge for us. It took right. us a year and it's really steamrolling now. But one of the best lessons I ever learned in sales, my mom and I flew to Vegas. We were meeting with the president, the owner of a Vegas hotel on the Strip. Mega, mega hotel on the Strip. He was a client of ours for 30, 30 years before he bought the hotel. And he bought it, and we had an opportunity to offer our services. And we went up to his, um, it was like an outside lounge, and we, he came out to us, and he sat down, and my mom sat next to him. My mom, like, touched his hand, and she's like, Mr. So-and-so, how are you? How's your daughter? How's everything? You know, is everything okay? Is your wife doing well? Did she, you know, the, did the surgery go okay? Um, how are you? How's the business? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, you know, well, we have an office in Las Vegas, and you know, we have, we have we the have new. Great- we we have great cars, and we have a 21 million dollar insurance policy, and 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 our drivers are all vetted. And my mom's like, tell <laughs> tell me about what happened the last time you were in LA. What did that thing ever come through? And I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna shut up. And so we finished the thing. He's like, you got the, you got the account. We nailed it. I'm like, great. You know, part, partly no thanks to me because my mom didn't let me talk. And I walked, we got into the elevator. I'm like, mom, how many times have you met this guy? She goes, I've never seen him in my life. Really? I don't know who the hell he was. She goes, I've known he's a, and he's a client of ours, but I'm like, that was it. That was it. I was 20s, early, early twenties. And I said, that's the key. Yeah. Stop selling and start talking about 
everything but sell yourself. Talk about a brand. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If you, I think what you're talking about is, you know, show up and throw up, right? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you learn pretty quickly not to do that or some people don't, right? But Oh, the, the sales commission breath. I mean, that was brilliant. That was I've shout out that to, before. Shout out to Adam Holzer. That, that was, was Holzer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Commission yeah. breath. It's desperation. But going back to energy, I mean, people pick that up. They yep. so I'm just a firm believer in being yourself, giving good information. I, I tend to get pretty nerdy about private aviation, which I love. I think people pick that up too. I mean, you're right. We we sell the same airplanes. Right. They're they're our our businesses are incredibly similar, incredibly competitive, right? Yes. Incredibly um product focused if you want it to be service or, service oriented it's service, service. Ex exactly service is what i provide i mean that's how you you can sell yourself sell a relationship but you keep people by really caring about them and taking care of them you know and that's what i really enjoy i mean i really enjoy going into a corporation discerning what they need giving good information creating a relationship but i really i do this to take care of them right yeah to, right. and that's that's a whole different ball of wax i mean that's what i really enjoy because it's so challenging i mean going through obstacles right um it's when you're in your 30s or 20s that's really tough but now it's not you know, you, right. you understand that if you get through an obstacle, people are going to, it's going to grow a relationship. Um, if you, if you take things really head on, a lot of people don't in this world. Right. And, and so I think you find out how to differentiate yourself and it's typically right back to who you are. And are you, are you about integrity? Are you about taking care of people? Are you, do you genuinely love people and love relationships? Eventually, that's uncovered, right? And and so you know, that's how I sell. It's become, I guess, it is kind of Tommy Boy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, no doubt about it. So you said you're a nerd about private private aviation. T tell us, because so, 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 so like, what's the new hot jet that's coming out? Is it the G650, or is that is that one like kind of we're obsessed news? with your industry? We but like we we love your industry. Like, shed some light on the industry in general of what are like the new hot product offerings. Because we flew we flew private for years. Did you? The, it was it was the greatest. It was the best experience. Our father was ill and he couldn't fly commercial anymore. Sorry. Um, so it's okay. We so we ended up we flew less. But when we flew, we flew private. We flew. Private. Our favorite, Ten. hands down, hands down, was the Citation Ten. Yeah. Okay. Coast, coast hand, to coast. Hand. Coming back from Vegas, we did three hours and fifty nine minutes. There you go. It was like See, a, I mean a Ferrari. Uh, it's the Ferrari of the sky. We love that plane. It's a sexy airplane, right? You walk yeah. out to it, you see the big engine. Oh. It's yeah. It's exciting. Well, first of all, great question and. I'll kind of break it down um, in a general sense. I think private aviation is about in the next five to ten years. It's it's the products that are coming to the market are light years ahead, right? So, and it's because of composite materials. It's because of OEMs uh, are working on sustainable fuels. Uh, they are basically coming out with products that are more efficient, more sustainable, 
that are going to be game changers in this industry. Why? I think we're seeing it right now. There's a shift in private flight from being a luxury opulence to a lifestyle type, type product to a utility product, right? So people are becoming more comfortable with the word private jet. That's because, and it's gonna be more so because of the products that are coming to the market, right? Mm -hmm. That'd be called Embraer. I think has kind of led that where they have the Phenom product, Phenom 100, yes. 300. Yes. These are composite material jets. They're light. They are more efficient. That's kind of the spearhead to start, right? Mm -hmm. Now we're going to have electric vehicles that will come. No, really? Yeah. How? Like, so how can a private jet be electric? How is that even possible? Well, there's, there's a whole industry within the industry called vertical takeoff and landing, VTO well, vehicles. There's a lot of companies you can Google out there where there's going to be that type of Jetsons product, right? Mm -hmm. Where what's, what's that called again? The Jetsons? I don't know. No, 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 like the what the the actual product, what's that called? Oh, ETOL, vertical takeoff and landing. So it's you know, it's kind of like a helicopter and a jet wrapped in one where people are going to be more mobile regionally. We're going to have product out there that moves people in different ways. This is why like Uber errors in the business, you know, this right. is where, where people are looking and this is 10 years ahead, but there's going to be a massive shift in the way people move and private flight is driving that, right? It's, it truly is. It's business aviation. Yeah. Oh my God. I would never get on that fucking thing. <laughs> just an FYI. I'm, I just, I said, I'm a bad flyer to begin with, but I could live the rest of my life. You know, not getting on that thing. Jesus Christ, that scared the shit out of me. I hope like to me out of Terminator on that thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remind you that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, re remind me because okay. I'm, not, I'm not a good flyer to be. I hate flying. I hate every yeah. every second of that flight is just torture for me. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, she Christine, Christine is, Christina's yeah. in the back. She's in the green room right now. She just did an LOL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's my question to you: Do companies like Jet Smarter? Mm -hmm. affect you like where they were selling per seat do you do you no. do that do you sell per seat no um you know i'd rather have someone else work out that part of the business i think it's done great things for the industry because it's been marketing you know it's been marketing to a larger audience that i don't really care to dabble in i'd rather sell the entire aircraft right and mm -hmm. that's the type of client that i like it goes back to what i was mentioning in sales in general i kind of like the bigger deals i, I like putting together big, bigger pieces of business. So that's really not of interest to me. I think it is interesting though. And I think a company like JetSmarter brought a larger universe, private aviation to a larger universe. Mm -hmm. But frankly, it doesn't cost $300 to get on a private jet. <laughs> that was great. It was it was a great was, deal at the time. Just for everyone's reference, Jet Smarter. I want to say two years ago, three years ago, they came. No out longer, with, they no longer. It's no longer like this. But what it was, it was amazing. And you were able to pay a membership, and it was fifteen thousand dollars for the year. And then you were able to get private jet seats to go from New York to LA for five hundred bucks for three hundred or five hundred dollars, depending on, a on G4. the time. Yeah, we on used to leave, we used to leave out of um, uh, White Planes HPN, and we would land in Van Nuys. You know, seven in the morning we leave HPM. It was great. Five hundred bucks a seat. 
And then all of a sudden, the seats were a thousand dollars a seat. Then all of a sudden, they were fifteen hundred. Then they were twenty five hundred. Then they were thirty five hundred. Then they were fifty five hundred. And then we were like, uh, we'd rather know. just fly JetBlue. You know, yeah, we're good. We're good with JetBlue now. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, I I like that they come out with the model, but it, it happens all the time in in this industry. You look at a model and you go, it's not going to make money. I mean, I did, that's, what, I, that's what Uber did to ground. Yeah, that, that's because it's self-evident that they aren't making a dollar. This is a very labor-intensive business. More, you know, probably private jet probably just puts that even in a, another hemisphere. But as far as ground is concerned, it's one-to-one service. Yeah, you can't make one-to-one service cheap. Right, that, that's what the train is for. That's what the bus is for. Right, that's cheaper transportation. They literally took the sedan, right, and they made it available that anyone can drive a sedan. And anyone could be picked up in a sedan. And, and you can't do that for five bucks. Yeah. That's I mean, so smarter. Great that idea. Was, yeah. That was smarter to my industry as Uber is to your industry. Right. But listen, let's not kid ourselves. I mean, there are platforms out there that offer a supply of assets that are not owned by us. Right. And it works. Right. And it's not going away. Um, right. So, you know, it's there. I think it's interesting, but it's got to make money, right? So I, I feel like it's going through a cauldron and out the other side, there will be proper models. And COVID is a great example where there's a pruning of business going on, right? Yes. There's a Darwin event happening and it had to happen. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I liken it to a forest fire. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I grew up in Montana and every year this time of year, uh, there's big fires. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people come from Chicago and visit us and they say, why, why aren't you guys fighting these? And well, it kind of has to happen. <laughs> Nature, <laughs> right. How forests survive. In fact, some trees can't populate. They can't reproduce without fire. I mean, think of that, right? So I think COVID is actually beneficial. Any pain is beneficial philosophically, I think. But... I think out the other side in private aviation in general, there are going to be some companies that are leap, leaping forward five years. Uh, yes. And, you know, it's not going to be companies like JetSmarter, right? It's it's going to be companies that make money. And how do you make money? You sell a service yep. that takes care of people for a fair price. Uh, I would argue it wasn't a fair price, 500 bucks to go van, to Van Nuys from White Plants, right? <laughs> it was great. Right. <laughs> we didn't care if they lost money or not. Like everyone using Uber is not giving a shit if they lose money either. Is 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 yeah. private aviation, I know JetSmarter tried making it mainstream. Do you ever see private aviation going mainstream? Like yes. Uber? You do? Yeah, yeah. I, I do too. And it, it's because of Tell that. Me why. It's that It's that picture of the vehicle that I put up. You got it. The products will make it palatable to the masses, mm-hmm. right? And you know, and I think it's going to be it's it's going to be in so many different forms. Maybe not New York to L.A., but New York to Boston, or L.A. or the city to the Hamptons, or Boston to Nantucket. Those types of air travel, I think, in the next 10, 15, 20 years, are going to become extraordinarily popular, and you're going to be able to go for a hundred bucks, and people are going to yeah. say, "Fine." Yeah, getting back to the geekiness, I think it'll be three buckets, right? It'll be region. Mm-hmm. So yeah, New York to Boston and that Jetsons type vehicle, that, that'll happen. But that's a regional focus. That'll be one particular product and there'll be a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
that come out and that that'll be a lot a very competitive industry you know i liken it now to blade and the heli industry right i right. mean it's extremely competitive blade's a great wow. company yeah totally yeah. i think great name too right yeah 100 percent. yes so regionally and then there'll be the business type travel that is uh you know new york to florida uh new york a little outside the region the grandma that express different product right the, uh, the, 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 yeah the two and a the two two to three hour flight right two to three hour flight and then there's going to be coast to coast and this is what's really interesting supersonic jets hypersonic jets it's amazing right really? uh, that's i mean it's so cool if you look at a company like Arion, uh which is actually out of the Tahoe region here. It's fascinating. I mean, how, do, how do you spell that? A E R I O N. Um, it, it's a boomless supersonic jet, right? Really? And so they're, they're getting around the rules of the FAA. You can't have a sonic boom. Um, but these type of products are going to change the way people travel internationally. Really? That 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 will be a massive shift, right? I mean, imagine you can get on it. Or look at that thing. That I cool? would not get on that either. <laughs> this, looks, this looks awesome, Michael. Come on. I mean, yeah, that that looks like like something Richard Branson would. I mean, imagine he probably is, but like imagine going from New York to London in in three hours. Right, it, probably it, what that's promising. Right, right. And, or or New York to Dubai. You know, I mean, it's going to truly make the world smaller. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's looking out 10 years and that's, I think, amazing. And I think commercial aviation and business aviation are definitely going to blur, mm -hmm. you know, and that will bring it to the masses. Right. But so, that, right. that's exciting. I mean, for us on a front, because there's innovation in travel and I think innovation in travel is is amazing. And I feel like it's been kind of just stagnated, you know, but something something is pushing it over the edge and, the, you know, like. Is there an, I want to just mention, Eric, is there an Elon Musk in your industry? Like is Richard Branson the Elon Musk of the aviation industry? What what Elon Musk is doing to Ford and GM, how he's he's kind of like moving the species I mean, he forward. He's, he does SpaceX, right? Yeah. He also um, wants to put a chip in your brain too. I mean, not right. everything he says is the right thing. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Elon Musk, he seems like a nice guy, but you know, I'm not putting anything in my brain. Yeah. The answer is no, not, not to that level. Okay. Right. You're talking Elon Musk shifted an entire industry. Yes. Industry. I mean, I, I'm not in your industry, but I grew up, my dad worked for GM for 38 years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I I know that industry and and my dad's comment when he when I talked to him about Tesla and when Elon Musk was making the Lotus, right? Uh the the repurposed Lotus for a hundred grand. You know, I talked mm -hmm. to my dad said hey here's his bottle i think he's gonna i think he's gonna make a dent my dad was over and over and over there's no way chris hey do you understand what gm is do you understand what ford is do you understand what chrysler is sure. these are big animals they'll put them down right so you know i respect what he's done you guys know more than i i do but the answer is no in our industry there hasn't been that type of figurehead mm -hmm. um will there be i don't know i don't know um i don't know yeah he, that, he brought us the tesla and the tesla's great and if you go to la every other car in la is either a tesla or an uber 
And in New York is, you know, a lot of people where we live have Teslas. You know, we, um, we go to Disney a lot. Uh, our kids are obsessed with Disney and we like it too. You don't see many Teslas in Orlando. You do, you see it, but not like LA and New York. Right. Haven't really been around the rest of the country to see if Tesla really made a dent in Omaha. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Um, but you know, it's, it's a great car. It's a great concept. I know that people were having issues when they had no electricity in their house from the last storm that they couldn't charge their Teslas. You know, <laughs> my mom told me that last night saying, you know, I was like, maybe we should get a Tesla. She's like, what are you going to do in the next storm when there's no electricity? You know, we have a generator, but still, like, have, yeah, your, your gas generator has to fill it up. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think, I, I think the next, the next, uh, the next 10 years, I think in ground transportation is most definitely going to be electric. That's a hundred percent the future. I mean, once they come out with an electric Escalade, do you know what the size of that battery is going to be? Right. That thing's going to be able to go six or seven hundred miles on one charge. It's it's yeah. going to ch- it's going to change the game, hundred and ten percent. Gas gas is, you know, is is gone. Yeah, yeah. I and, think. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it, it'll happen slower in aviation, but that that'll happen too. You know, and it, it's the same shift. Then mm-hmm. that's a big shift. That's a ground shift. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you know, say in the next three years, even. Private aviation, how is it going to change? I think um, we'll be filling the gaps of commercial aviation for the next three years. Yep. Mm-hmm. That does lend itself to a new universe of flyers, right? Right mm-hmm. now, I'm spending all day educating people. These are a new universe of flyers, though. Um, there is a stat out there that 90% of the people that can fly privately don't. I think we're seeing about 50% of that universe right now. Mm-hmm. How much of it is education and how much will this be sticky where people fly going forward? What, why is that? Uh, I'm going to interrupt you. Why is there a stigma with flying private? We we have two friends, two really good travel managers in Los Angeles, and they, they run really large uh, entertainment industry accounts. And we told them that we're flying jet smarter and we, you know, we've flown, we charter planes in the past. We used to, um, we used, um, uh, EXO before, we were, they, before they before they merged. Yeah, and EXO was an amazing company, just a great product. And you were on a Citation Ten or a Challenger. But we told them about flying private, and they were like, "I would never step on a private plane. You don't know who's fixing those planes." So there's definitely a stigma to to your industry. Hmm. That's interesting to hear. Uh, yeah, so it was for us. We were shocked from a safety perspective. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They were they were comparing like the safety aspects of private Jet jets Blue versus to to, to American to American Airlines. Correct. Yeah, which well, we were. You know, I mean, I obviously we were shocked. I, yeah, I, I I disagree. Obviously, yeah. you know, but uh, well, they, uh, I would like to talk to them. <laughs> sure. We'll definitely make an introduction. Yeah, so I just want to say, like, we PJS and kind of BLS cross cross paths during COVID. And it was really interesting because I feel like when a lot of other companies retracted, I feel like we ran the same course and we we doubled down on education. Yeah. And I feel like you guys, I've seen you guys all over LinkedIn, seeing you guys all over just, just showing what you guys are doing. And we did the same exact thing. And I feel like it's no coincidence that we kind of crossed paths yeah. right now when 
um, you know, in our industry, so to speak, the 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 silence has been deafening yeah. from the, from the rest of our industry, uh, our direct competitors. What has been? What have you been hearing from your competition? Has there been radio silence? Have they been doubling down? What What has been the, the consensus? Um, yeah, what's been the consensus in your industry? Great question. Um, I think there has been deafening silence from people in companies that will not survive this. The ones that do survive are out there in leading, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think in general, that's kind of what I see with people too. Right? You've got some people that are putting their heads in the sand like an ostrich. Yep. Yes. This yeah. is not going to be good for them, right? You got to. It's uncomfortable. You got to get up every morning and have these conversations and 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 know we're in this together. And you know, at the end of the day, I think I'm hearing a lot from our competitors, but it's five to 10, it's not all of them, right? right. And I think that's nature's course. Um, like you said about the forest fires, which yeah, these, yeah. Things, these things have to happen. Yeah, they do. Um, I, I think what's really an interesting question is how are people messaging, right? And you guys have been getting into that a lot, you know? Yep. What are you talking about? Uh, is it a positive message? Is it just, a real conversation of how people are feeling. And it goes back to what we were talking about originally. I mean, you shouldn't be selling much right now. <laughs> you know, you, I, I think the message of show up and throw up, here's my products, buy it, is not the right message. So 100%. the right message is just having good conversations and yep. being a real person, right? Um, I think that there are some, those are the competitors that are going to win. Uh, so, you know, out of the five to 10 competitors that I see, the emails that are going out saying, book your next flight, I don't think that's super effective. Oh my God, thank you. It's, yeah. It goes deleted, right? And listen, I, I support, and we support every business we can, but like, anyone not, who's any, anyone who's trying, right? Yeah. Now. No, we're not flying to Vegas now on a G4. Like, I'm sorry. It's it's a great idea, and we want to, and we will, because we have. But like, we can't do that now. We're trying yeah. to get we're trying to get more PPP money to keep the company afloat. Right. Like, we're not going to go and 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 try and you know go to Vegas and, and try and get more business when we could do it on Zoom for now. I think uh, you know we, there is an order of things, and I think that the COVID will eventually go away. I think there will be a vaccine. But I think we're a little bit of a ways well, from that. I said this on a post on LinkedIn where someone's like, you know, th there's going to be a huge shift in travel and it's going to shift all towards the millennial generation and they're going to be the only ones traveling and the older generation is going to get pushed aside. And I'm like, we survived the plague. Okay. Like yeah. we're, we're an adaptable, yeah. we're an adaptable species. We're yeah. going to, we're going to be okay. We survived the plague. We will survive COVID. And my mother is going to travel again. Who's yeah. 68 years old or whatever. She's going to be 66 in 66 in, sorry. in about 26 days 66 so but yeah but that's or maybe 65 i don't even know but like she's in her mid 60s to say the least she we're going to go to la and right. we're going to go travel and we're going to go to vegas and we're going to travel right. we're gonna go to you're, you're going to wear a mask you're going to use hand sanitizer there's going right. to be a vaccine out everyone you know if anything it's safer to fly and travel now than it ever has been everything's yeah. everything's immaculate 
everyone's washing their hands. Everyone's like probably the the doorknobs in bathrooms are probably clean cleaner than they've ever have been I in will the history say, of mankind. I will say that the airlines have gotten away with murder. We all have in travel of just not keeping the stuff as clean as it should have been, right? Like I can't tell you every flight, commercial flight I've been off of, I've gotten a sinus infection at one point or another, right? Yeah. It's just like, or you sit down in, in a seat going there's, from New York to Disney. There's and cheese that's in there's like cheese the and snot over every you know, over, over the screens. Yeah, yeah. There's and, reason I take airborne every time I fly. Does it work? Does airborne work? It works for me. I don't know if it's psychosomatic or what, but it's I probably mean, a placebo. It's probably it's, <laughs> it's a bunch of vitamins, right? Right, right. right. So, no, but I, yeah, we're like, we're yeah. we're going to travel again. Yeah, there, there's there, we have to. We well, have to. And, and so going back to messaging, I think the message is or. And the interesting conversations like these are how do we get people moving, right? So that's different than saying, "Hey, here's our jet membership program. Here are the here exactly. are the rates and wire me a hundred grand." No, right. I, I mean exactly. Conversation about how are people going to start moving again? Because you know, that's what we're talking about if people aren't traveling, people aren't flying. They're not driving in your cars, right? And and they're exactly not right. staying at the Auberge, and they're not staying at Rosewood. And so right. I'm going to have conversations with you know the luxury brands out there that I have a kinship with, and right. what is the message to make people comfortable about travel, right? And Eric, you just alluded to it. I mean, we are going to live in a cleaner world is one of the silver linings out of this, but I think you're right. I mean, an airplane is a safe environment to be during this time. Mm -hmm. It is. It's, the air is refreshed. I think it's every nine minutes. So, you know, I'm much, and I, I know, Michael, you're, you aren't a fan of flying, but I'm, I don't mind being in an airplane right now. Am I? I I'm not in an airplane. I'm right. not traveling. You know, this is... Going back to sales, this is bizarre for me because I'm usually in LA going on meetings and then going to Orange County and then going to San Diego and meeting people, you know, right. uh, and traveling and moving. I'm not. Right. You guys aren't. No one is. So I think the right. discussion is, okay, how do we how do we become comfortable with that? And you know, the 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 main question is always. When is that right? Getting think, on with go ahead. I, I mean, I think that building brand is key right now. Building brand and equating it with safety is is absolutely key right now. And like you said, growing relationships during this time. So when when it does start again, you, you'll be the first thought. Yeah. And um, yeah. when we that, start, when this whole thing started we got on the horn and and we started with all of our top clients and we got on zoom and we did, you know, we did the whole song and dance and we didn't sell anything. We just told everyone what we did to make them feel safe in our cars. And, um, I'm a writer. I don't know if you knew that, but I have a represent, I'm represented in LA. I have an agent, I have an entertainment attorney. I have all these people that are moving my book career in the direction we're hoping to, for it to go in. And, um, my attorney is a very powerful lady. Her son is the president of a studio. Uh, a major studio and um 
we needed help getting that PPP money the first round. It was brutal. It was it was horrible. Um, mm. And and he helped us. He made a call to the vice chairman or to the chairman of the bank or whatever the case. And um, he told them that he can't see production getting back into business without BLS. He he can't get his studio up and running again if a company like BLS can't get this funding. I mean, that was really incredible because all we were doing was saying, listen, we are an essential service. We are going to get you to the set on time in a clean car. No one that's going to get into our car is going to get COVID if they're going to film a movie or a TV show. And that's what we promoted to all of our clients. And, and it worked. It definitely worked. We're, we're inching in the right direction. It's not nearly where January 2020 and February 2020 was. Um, but I think we'll get back there. Isn't that yeah. crazy? It's, it's crazy looking back to February. And I can't believe it's the ago. same year. Yeah, it was a decade ago. It makes no sense. You, yeah. know? But you know, it's interesting. Like, Michael, how, what it's, it's been eight months of this? Wait, um, I think March, so. eight, 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 May, June, eight, July. Six and a half months. Six, yeah, about six and a half. Six and a half, seven months, right. But what, how long has it felt for you? And Eric, I'll ask you the same question because I think extroverts and introverts, the time <sighs> is totally different. It's felt like, to me, I mean, personally, I can't believe, like I was like, I post a lot on LinkedIn. I post a lot on social media and sometimes I like to go and do throwback pictures. And I was looking and I'm like, wait, this was six months ago. It felt like an eternity. And it looks weird where no one's wearing a mask. Yes. And, and, like, like I have all these amazing pictures of chauffeurs with drivers or us, you know, going like this and like having our arms around people and like bumping fists and slapping doing major thighs, events, doing and, like, major four, events. And like, three or you know, four people like, getting out of a I'm, car like, going like this and like shaking someone's hand. And then like, <laughs> like that is not going to happen today. Right. 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 It's, a, it's a trip. It is. What's it felt like for you, Michael? <sighs> Same. Um, yeah, I mean, so I love, um, I, I, you and I are like kindred spirits, Chris. I, I love connecting with people. Um, being on zoom calls is, is exciting for me. Podcasting with my bro has been uh, nothing short of just the most amazing experience of my life. Um, I don't miss, uh, flying that <laughs> was stated on this podcast. I don't miss flying. Um, but after the flight is over and I have eight or nine meetings that day and it entails a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner and just sitting and talking to new clients and old clients and uh, friends of the industry, friends and family and just sitting at a restaurant on a Tuesday night in the middle of Los Angeles and you're tired and you're jet lagged, but you're talking, you have an entire travel office. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're talking to them and you're connecting with them and you're not saying we have the best cars and we have, you're saying, my bro and I have a podcast and right. we're interviewing this one and we have Chris from, you know, this private jet company coming on and, um, oh my God, can you believe, you know, what the president said today and can you believe what's happening in Congress? Everything but not selling, that is my element and that's what I miss. I right. miss that connection of being out with people and talking to them about everything not related to your industry, but, you know, and just straight up connecting with them. I miss that. That's tremendously. what he, that's, that's, that's what Chris said right at the beginning yeah. of this. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's, it's that human connection. Yeah. Um, cause I don't look at them like a client. Like if I'm out with a travel manager, I look at them like an aunt or yeah. like my, or like a best friend that I'm having lunch or dinner with, or if I'm playing golf, I haven't obviously now with COVID, but if we're playing golf with a client, you know, it's just, it's fun to me going to Vegas and talking to these heads of hotels and having lunch with them and, 
talking about the state of the industry, it's just, that's, that's my happy place. Yeah. You know, it really is. And that's, I, I miss that tremendously. And yes, it's fun on zoom and it's fun on, you know, like this. And it's not the same. It's like, it would have been, it would have been so much cooler if like Chris was happened to be in New York and stuff. Oh, forget studio. it. We'd be at Luger's or something. And like sitting yeah. down to steak and martinis and talking about like the best ribeye in the country. Right. Like I I would love to, you're from Montana. Like clearly you've had like the, probably the best steak in the world. Right. Uh, That's what we always say. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There's there's, um, really basic restaurants there, you guys that do make amazing steaks. And typically, you know, it's off a cast iron pan right? and off the charts. Definitely. Yeah. You know, it's not like, the place you were talking about, I mean, it's like a, a you know, $18 steak. It's not a, but it's still, it's still magical. Oh yeah. They, you they, definitely, in, in fact, one of the places is called land of magic. <laughs> How do you like that? I'm interested. <laughs> I'm definitely interested. Well, C- Christina just said filet mignon, butterfly cut. Well done. The well done Christina. We'd have to, we'd have to talk about more of a black and blue kind of guy with my fillets, but yeah. This Chris, this was fantastic. And we learned so much from you. You're great energy. No pun intended. I mean, you really, you know, really great stuff. Where can people find you? Where can people connect with you? Uh, I do work for private jet services. It's called PJS. Uh, and you can find us on LinkedIn. I think the best place to find me is on LinkedIn. Um, you know, go ahead and connect with me. I'd love to have a conversation. This has been really fun. You guys, this is uh thank you. I, I love this format and thank you had a lot of fun. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, thank no, you. this is great. Listen, everybody like, subscribe, comment, leave comments down below, share, and um, we will see you all again soon. Chris, hang out for two seconds. I'm just going to play the outro and stop the recording. Everybody have a good one. Bye, everyone.